0: As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. How are you all doing? Alhamdulillah. Nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihi al Amma ba'd fa'a'udhu billahi min ash rajim Bismillahir-Rahmanir-Rahim. Rabbishrachli sadri wa yassirli amri. Wahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. اللهم اهد قلبي وسدد لساني وصلوا السخيمة قلبي آمين يا رب العالمين Inshallah we will begin lesson number 36 So open up your books to page number 28 And inshallah we will do the translation يَا أَيُّهَا أَلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَنْفِقُوا مِنْ طَيِّبَاتِ مَا كَسَبْتُمْ ومما اخرجنا لكم من الارض ولا تيمموا الخبيث منه تنفقون ولستم باخذيه الا ان تغمضوا فيه واعلموا أن الله غني حميد الشيطان Yahidu, الفقر ويأمركم بالفحشاء والله Yahidu, مغفرة منه Wallahi, والله وَاسِعٌ عَلِيمٌ يُؤْتِي الحِكْمَةَ مَن يَشَاءُ وَمَن يؤتى الحِكْمَةَ فَقَدْ أُوْتِي خَيْرًا كَثِيرًا وَمَا يَذَّكَّرُ إِلَّا أُلُو الْأَلْبَابِ وَمَا أَنْفَقْتُمْ مِنْ نَفَقَةٍ أَوْ نَذَرْتُمْ مِنْ نَذْرٍ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ يَعْلَمُهُ وَمَا لِلظَّالِمِينَ مِنْ أَنصَارٍ إِنْ تُبْدُ الْصَدَقَاتِ فَنِعِمَّا Hiya, it is وإن تخفوها وتؤتوها الفقراء فهو خير لكم you عنكم من سيئاتكم والله بما in خبير ليس عليك هداهم، ولكن الله يهدي من يشاء وما تنفقوا من خير، huda وما تنفقون إلا ابتغاء وجه الله وما تنفقوا من خير. Youوفa اليكم وانتم لا تظلمون للفقراء الذين احصروا في سبيل الله لا يستطيعون ضربا في الارض يحسبهم الجاهل aghniya'a min at-ta'ffuf ta'rifuhum bisima'hum la yas'aluna annaasa ilhaafa wa ma tunfiqoo min khayrin fa'innah allaha bihi alimun alladhina ينفقون أموالهم بالليل والنهار سراً وعلانية فلهم أجرهم عند ربهم ولا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون الحمد لله يا أيها الذين آمنوا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses the believers, all oh people who have faith, all oh those who have believed. And you all should spend. All oh you who have believed, you should spend. Now before we talk about spending, I want you to look at Ya Ayuhaladina Amanu. This is something that we have seen before also in al Baqarah. Isn't it so? Ya Ayyuhalladina Amanu Kutiba alaykum Right, such and such has been decreed upon you. If you think about it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can give us a command, you know, in very simple terms, you know, this is what you're supposed to do. But why is it that we are addressed in this way? O you who have believed, why is our iman mentioned? Because the command that is given over here is directly related to our iman what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us to do over here, which is to spend, that spending is directly related to our iman. What this means is that if we truly believe, then we must do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us to do over here. And if we don't do it, that means that there is a problem with our iman. If we do it, then it means that inshallah this will help our iman. So, whenever we hear this command, Ya ayyuhaladina amanu, let's pay extra attention to the action that we're supposed to do. So, all you who have believed, anfiqoo, you should spend, from what? Min طيبات ما كسبتم, Of the good things that you have earned. طيبات is a plural of طيبة. And طيبة is something that is good. Something that's nice, that's pleasant. Something that's halal, that's clean. So, span of the good things, but which good things? Good things that you've stolen? Hmm? No, good things that you have earned. Ma kasabtum, and kasabtum, seen Kasb is your earning. So, for example, you work somewhere and you get a paycheck. So, from that paycheck, that paycheck is what you're earning. You shovel people's driveways in the winter, and they give you some money. So, that's what that money is. Your kasb your earning, right? You tutor someone, so they pay you, and that payment is what? Your kasb Or for example, you get certain benefits because you are of a certain age group, so that is what? Your kasb okay? Or somebody gives you a gift, your parents give you money, your grandparents give you money, so that is what? Your kasb So whatever that you earn from it, You should spend good things. You should give good things. Don't give the things that you don't like for yourself. Don't give what has become old and stale and what is useless. No, give of the good things. So for example, let's say it's Eid. And five friends give you gifts. Gifts. So now you all of a sudden have five gifts sitting in your house and you feel like, okay, I should give something to someone. So you look through those gifts and you wonder, okay, what can I pass on? For example, so it's okay, what can I pass on? And you see one gift bag has a candle, another gift bag has maybe a box of chocolate, another gift bag has maybe some chips, another gift bag has some decoration piece, another gift bag has like something really weird. Okay, like something that you don't like for yourself. Can you give me an example? Something really weird that somebody gives you as a gift. Okay, so a book that you don't like. Okay, or a book that's really weird and old and doesn't make sense. Okay, so you're like, okay, I have to give a gift. So candle I like, chocolate I love. So this stuff I'm going to keep for myself. But this book which is old, which is I'm not interested in, it's not really good. So let me just pass that on. Is that giving of the tayyib? No. Give of the tayyibat that you earn. The good things. Something that you would like. Something that's nice. Something that's beneficial. وَمِمَّا أَخْرَجْنَا لَكُمْ من الْأَرْضِ And also give of those things that we produce for you from the earth. Ma أَخْرَجْنَا What we bring out from the earth? What is meant is what we cause to grow from the earth. So this is referring to, you know, landowners. So for example, if they have property on which they have some kind of crop that grows, so from the yield, from the harvest, they should give, okay? From the produce, they should give. So for example, maybe you have some trees in your backyard that grow maybe pears or plums or apples, okay? Okay? And so when they grow, you just keep them for yourself. No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, spend of that also, which we cause to grow for you from the earth. Maybe you have a vegetable garden, maybe you have some kind of berries that grow in your yard. So as you pick them for yourself, you should also spend of them. You should also give them to others. This is also a form of charity. And this is such an easy act of charity. A lot of people have you know, herbs in their backyard, mint, basil, you know, things like that. So all you need to do is just pick a few and then share them with your neighbors, share them with your friends. It's not that difficult, right? And honestly, sharing produce, especially which grows in your yard, is one of the best ways through which you can even communicate with your neighbors, right? Or the food that you have in your house, maybe if you share that with your neighbors, they'd be very happy. I remember when we moved into our house, you know, people see you a guy with a beard and a woman in a hijab and you know, people get scared sometimes. So Alhamdulillah in the summer I made this a goal for myself that whatever we grow in the garden, I'm gonna share with our neighbors. So we shared with all the neighbors, to the right, to the left, to the front. And Alhamdulillah since then we have such a good relationship with them. You know, they're so easy with us. They wave at us, say hi to us. You know, it's like that, that ice is broken. You know? So, share, give of what we grow for you from the earth. And secondly, ma akhrajna lakum min al ard can also include what is extracted from the earth. Okay? Minerals. So, for example, gold, silver or other things that are extracted from the earth. So if a person has some kind of gold mine, right, that they own, or a salt mine or something like that, which they own, then they must give of that also. Right? So, remember that this verse is mainly about zakat. Okay? It's an obligation to spend from what you earn, and it's an obligation to spend of your harvest, your yields. But, in general, we can also use this ayah for the purpose of charity, that whatever we earn, whatever we obtain from the earth, we should share that with the people who are around us. Now a very important rule Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us over here. Do not even intend the bad. Minhutunfiqum from which you spend. Meaning in order to spend do not even intend to choose what is bad tayammum is from yami mim. tayammum tayammum literally means intention what does the word tayammum mean what does it mean intention now isn't there another tayammum what's that tayammum a substitute for wudu when you don't have water or when you cannot use water then what do you do how do you do tayammum with sand or dirt basically sa'id right so you put your hands on it Okay? Pat your hands on it. Of course, say Bismillah, blow it off and then wipe your hands and your face. Right? Why is that called Tayammum? Because you are intending to purify yourself. Okay? You cannot use water. You don't have access to water. But you are intending to purify yourself. Okay? It's like a ritual. So, Wala Tayammumul Khabiz. Do not even intend to give the bad. Which bad? Remember that chabiz could be something bad in two ways. Okay? The first way is in the physical sense. Okay? In the physical sense, something is chhabiz. How would it be chabiz in the physical sense? A rotten apple. Okay? It's rotten. Or chabiz, it's bad because it's of cheap quality. Okay? It's dirty. It's got stains on it. It stinks. Okay? It's heavily used. So it's Khabiz in the Hisi sense, in the physical sense. But something can be Khabiz in an intangible way also, in the Marnui sense also. How? That it's bad because it was acquired through haram means. Okay? It was acquired through illegitimate means. So for example, a person stole some money and then he says, Well, I just Made a thousand dollars by stealing, so let me give some of it as charity. No, don't even think about doing that, because if you give of the impure, it's not going to be accepted as charity. So don't even intend the khabiz for spending. <laughs> when it is something that while you yourselves would not be would be at all ones who take it. Ahidi is the plural of Ahid and Ahid is one who takes. So you would never take it illa except and fi Except that you take it with closed eyes. Turmilu is from Rain Mimblad and Raml is to close one's eyes. So you would never take that thing, you would never receive it except with closed eyes. What does it mean by that? That it's so horrible that you would never like it for yourself. And the only reason why you would take it is because you are in desperate need of it. And because of your desperate need, you take it, but it's so bad that you cannot even look at it. Or it's embarrassing to even look at it. Because you know, when you take something fancy, when you receive something fancy, then what happens? You feel really good, right? But when somebody is giving you something really cheap, then you feel so low. So it's as if your self-esteem has been shattered when somebody gives you something so cheap and you can only accept it with closed eyes. So don't embarrass somebody just as you would not like to be embarrassed by receiving something cheap. Illa أَن تُغْمِضُوا فيه. Now there is another meaning of the word تُغْمِضُوا فِيهِ all right, and that's also written in your book. You would take it for a lower price. Armaba is to have the price of an article brought down. Why do you insist that the price be brought down? Because it's damaged. Have you ever seen the as-is section in IKEA or items in a clearance section, and in any store? Right? So usually, items in the as-is section or the clearance section, what are they like? Exactly. They're either broken or there's some kind of damage. Right? They're chipped or somebody opened the box or, you know, there's a stain on the sofa or there's a scratch or something like that. Isn't it? So, because the item is damaged, then what happens? The price is brought down. Isn't it? It's lowered. So, إِلَّا أَنْ تُغْمِضُوا فِيه What does it mean? That it's something so cheap, so inferior, that you would never take it unless the price was really, really low. Right? Unless it was like on clearance. And then you're like, okay, fine, even though it's damaged, but you know what, I could maybe fix it. And yes, the price is so low, so okay, fine, I'll take it. What's the message here? What's the message here? What do you understand from this ayah? Do not give people stuff that you don't like for yourself. When you give somebody something, you're not doing a favor to them. You're doing a favor to yourself. So respect the one whom you're giving by giving them something of value. Something that you would like for yourself also. And you should know that Allah is ghani, Allah is rich, He doesn't need your charity, and He is hamid, He's ever praiseworthy. Good question. What if you have something which is, I mean, good quality, okay? Other people do use it, but it's not something that you like for yourself, right? Because it's just not your, your type. I mean, it's not your style. It's a very colorful hijab and you, for example, like only like solid color hijabs, for example and your grandma keeps giving you like those fancy printed ones, you know, with all those colors, and they're like really bright colors, or like, you don't like it for yourself, but it's something of good quality. So can you give that to someone else? Yes, you can. Alright? Everybody has different preferences. The point is, that what price would you allot to that hijab? If that hijab, you could say, okay, you could buy this for like $10. Then yeah, go ahead and give it as a gift. But if, It's so bad in the sense that all the threads are coming out and the material is so sheer that you can just see through it or it's like falling apart. It's no good to anybody. So don't embarrass someone by giving it to them. Yeah, I mean, what you give, you have to look at two things. First of all, anything that you're giving for the sake of Allah, it should be given with sincerity. And that's something that we discussed earlier in the previous verses. Here, we look at the quality, the material quality of that item. That is it really worth something? Is it really something that people would like to receive? Or is it something that they would not like for themselves? So, anything you give, always ask yourself, how would I feel if I received this? You understand? Before you give anything, Ask yourself, how would I feel if somebody gave this to me? What use would it be? Or would it be a burden on me? Would I be able to give it away? Or would I have to just think about how to destroy it or how to get rid of it? So always think, how would I feel if somebody gave this to me? The Prophet ﷺ said that whoever wishes to be saved from the fire... And he wants to be admitted into Jannah, then he should die while he believes in Allah in the last day, and yati ila nasi, ala yuhibu and yu'ta ilayhi. He should give to the people what he likes to be given. So give to people what you like for yourself. Give to others what you would like to receive. Aisha رضي Anha, whenever she would give anything in charity, she would put perfume on it. Perfume. But generally, really, when we are thinking about charity, we think about giving away things that are heavily used, that are old-fashioned, that are stained, that are dirty. If we buy food for the food bank, what kind of food is it? All cans. Or maybe food that we don't eat. Maybe it's not nice pasta. It's the cheap quality pasta. Right? Maybe it's not the nice tomato sauce. It's the cheapest tomato sauce. Maybe it's not the nice quality sugar, it's the cheap quality sugar. So give to others what you like for yourself. In the Qur'an we learn, يَنَالَ اللَّهُ لْحُومُهَا وَلَا دماؤها. When you make a sacrifice, when you slaughter an animal, the blood doesn't reach Allah, the flesh doesn't reach Allah, يَنَالُهُ التَّقْوَى مِنْكُمْ What reaches Allah is the piety of your hearts. So when you give in charity, what is reaching Allah is what? The sincerity of your heart and what you were feeling in your heart when you gave it. We learned that once the Prophet ﷺ entered the masjid and he saw that somebody had hung a bunch of dates for people to eat from. And those dates were really bad quality. I mean, you couldn't eat them. So the Prophet ﷺ said, I wish that the one who gave the sadaqah had given something better than this. For the one who gave these dry, bad dates will eat dry bad dates on the day of resurrection. What does this hadith mean? What you give today is what you will receive tomorrow. Okay, the question is what if that's the only thing that they could afford? Hmm? Then again, if you are giving something, at least do your best to clean it up. So for example, if the only thing you can afford to give is a used jacket, you are not prevented from cleaning it, from washing it, from maybe putting a button back on it. You could still do that. You don't have to give a stinky, dirty, stained jacket, right, that's been sitting in a garbage bag for such a long time. Do what you can to beautify it. Like Aisha radiAllahu anha would perfume the sadaqah before giving it.